hillbillies? Hey. Hey, listen, some guy called for you three times today. Scott somebody? Oh, oh, Scott Preman. Yeah. You know, you met him and Walter at my reunion. You know, Scott and Walter, they were like my best friends in high school. Oh, yeah, the dorks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, because you were a cheerleader, my friends are dorks. No, they're dorks because at the reunion they talk to each other on walkie-talkies. <laughs> that they built themselves. Uh, they're very smart, and they're starting a business together. Oh, really? Yeah, go-kart track. Oh, that's a fun place to use your walkie-talkies. Actually, I've been presented with a very unique opportunity. What? Well, you see, to get that business off the ground, they're looking for a few select investors. Oh, go-karts, Ray. Yeah. I don't no, think... No, 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 this is a great opportunity. Can I feed the child? <laughs> well, come on, though. No. I mean, look, people love go-karts. Who likes go-karts? Yay! Yay, yeah. go-karts! See? Yeah, why don't you just tell them we're moving into a gingerbread house? Yeah! Come on. I'm serious about this. These guys know what they're doing, really. Walter's dad owned an amusement park, and Scott's an engineer, not a woo-woo engineer, one who actually designs stuff. Well, do they have, like, a plan or something on paper that we can see? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that they do. Because, I mean, not just, like, a drawing of a go-kart on a napkin. Something, you know... <laughs> Tangible with numbers. Yeah. All right, don't worry. They got numbers. Jeez, you gotta spell everything out for the cheerleader. <laughs> The majority of your investment in cart attack will go towards initial construction costs, a percentage of which will be paid back through earnings, which were outlined in the booklet I handed out earlier, primarily in sections A2, D5, and E15, but also in the appendix, sections 9, 11, and 12. Listen, I know I'm throwing a lot of numbers at you, and that can get confusing. So, let me give you something a little more visual to help show you what we're all about. Walter, we're ready. My partner, Walter, is wearing our prototype racing gear. It's standard issue for all employees. Cool. It's just a prototype. The actual uniform will be flame retardant, which is a good thing, don't you think? Because you are smoking, my friend. <laughs> To sum up, Cart Attack, much more than a go-kart track. It's a family sharing an ice cream cone at our fully stocked snack bar. It's a safe and secure place for your kids to play the latest video games. It's a bar mitzvah in one of our faith-friendly function rooms. But most of all, it's... Fun. We hope you'll be in the next to experience a Cart Attack. Thank you. <laughs> hey. It was awesome, guys. Wow. Thank you, thank you. I, you know, I was going to use a fog machine for Walter's entrance, but I figured it was an intimate setting. And no, it was great. Thanks. So, could we just have a few minutes to talk things over? Hey, yeah, talk away. You know, I'll just be breaking down the set. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what do you think? Well, it was very good. Very professional. Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah. I mean, they've clearly done their research. Yes, they have. Yeah. So, we in? Oh, no. <laughs> Why? Look, honey, 
I said that I would hear their proposal, and I did, but nothing in it changes the fact that it's go-karts. Yep, I know, but come on, that's what's fun about it. Plus, it's a solid investment. Besides, you know, they're thinking a name on a go-kart after you. The Deborah. It's black. That is every girl's dream. Come on, I can't turn them down. They did a show and everything. What am I going to tell them? I don't know. Tell them what you want. I got to go pick up the kids. Kids, when are we going to see a dime from that investment? <laughs> Just go talk to them. I'm sure they can handle it. They're professionals. Deborah say, huh? Is she on board? Ah, uh, not really. What? What? What are you talking about, man? She said we did a great job. I had good eye contact going. I did the summary hands. It was killer stuff. I know, I know. She just she wasn't biting. What about you? I mean, you want to live like this the rest of your life? I know, I know. Oh man. Your wife sucks. Hey, hey, Walter, that is not cool. We're still in a business meeting. I'm sorry, man. It's just this suit is so friggin' hot. Listen, I'm sorry, guys. I mean, you did a good job, really, you did. So that's it, you're out? Yeah, I think. Oh, you know, I'm gonna need that check back. What? The deposit I gave you a couple weeks ago? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need it back. Oh, yeah, the deposit, yeah. It's gone. <laughs> what do you mean, gone? Well, you know, spend it on the whole presentation. The suit, the easel, uh, this is new. <laughs> you spent all of it, a thousand dollars? Come on, how could you do that? Hey, I just told you. The only reason we came here today was to get more money. <laughs> oh, my God, how am I gonna tell Deborah I lost a thousand dollars? I wouldn't talk to her anymore. Hey, we're gonna have better luck with Robert. He still has dreams. Hey, can I take a shower here, man? Hey there, Miss Teen USA. Hey. What are those new sheets in the bed there? Those look nice. They're not new. Oh, oh. Well, some about them looks nice. Maybe it's the person in them. <laughs> what are you after, Ray? Sex or golf? Neither. Oh, jeez. Can a guy admire linens? Hey, you know, uh... Remember... Remember that restaurant we went to in the city? And the guy out front was asking for money, and I didn't have any... I didn't have change, so you gave him a five. Yeah, I remember that. He ran away after you tried to get it back from him. Yeah. But then I realized that he needed it more than we did, and I stopped chasing him. We all have fond memories of that day. Yeah. I was just thinking of that, because I did something similar recently. Yeah? Yeah. I gave Scott and Walter $1,000. What? Okay, look, I know, I know you're going to get upset about this. Oh my God, $1,000? Yeah. 
Remember the happy hobo. I gave him five dollars. Okay, but to a hobo, that's like a thousand. So you gave Scott and Walter money after I asked you not to? No, no, no. I gave it to him before you asked me not to. How could you do that? Okay, listen, I'm sorry. I'll get the money back. It's not about the money. Well, then I really don't understand the hateful screaming. <laughs> that you would do that without asking me? I respect you. Obviously not, because you wrote the check before you even talked to me about it's it. It's because I thought you would say yes. Well, I'm saying no. Okay, you change your mind. <laughs> so you, you want to get back in the sheets where you look so nice? I can't believe you did this. Okay, listen, I screwed up, okay? But I mean, it's my money to screw up with. What did you say? With which to screw up? <laughs> oh, what? What did I say? If you're doing the load, I got some socks. <laughs> Slept like a baby. Here. What's this? A little something I worked up last night. Laundry, $75 a week. General house cleaning, $200 a week. What is this, a bill? That's right. Full-time child care, $1,000 a week. Yeah, I gave you a break on that when I billed the twins as one item. So are you charging me now to be the wife? Well, if it's all your money, then the wife should get paid. Uh-huh. Personal chef, $300. Yeah. I think we're using the word chef pretty loosely. Hey, those Girl Scout cookies I ordered from Mally come in yet? No, not yet. Damn! Mike Jones in for a tag-along. Have a Hydrox take the edge off. Wait here, I'll get you a pair of rainbow suspenders. You can be a rodeo clown. Yeah, well, uh, it got a little chilly here last night. Hey, what are you doing with that cap? Oh, yeah, card attack. I guess you and me are partners now. Oh, so you invested too. Are you kidding me? Those guys did a great presentation, blew me away, fog machine and everything. 
where's your hat, Ray? Why don't you put on your $1,000 hat? Why don't you pour me a $300 bowl of cereal? <laughs> you should wear the hat, Ray. Free advertising. Yeah, well, I don't know if I can wear a hat. I have an ex-permission yet. Hey, Robert can invest his money however he wants. He's not married. He's alone. Do-da, do-da. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it, Robert. You're better off. Look at this. This is a list my wife gave me of what she's charging me to be married to her. Well, you know what, Deborah? You have beautiful handwriting. Thank you. Come on, it's not about the handwriting. Look at what she's charging me for. And what the hell is that number right there? That's the total for the fiscal year. <laughs> That's more than I earn. Oh, you noticed that. Yeah, but I actually earn it. Ideas. Deborah, I need to borrow your washer. Frank broke ours. It's not broken. Just before you put that in, let me take theirs apart so I can see what it's supposed to look like. Look, we're kind of in the middle of something here, so could you come back in a couple of years? What are you doing? Making moonshine in the bathtub? Where are those nice pajamas with the baseball players I got you? What's this? You want to know what that is? Yeah, yeah I'll tell you what that is, Marie. Look, you're a homemaker, like me. Hmm? Okay. <laughs> Don't you think that you're entitled to an equal say in your family's financial decisions? Absolutely, dear. Okay, well, this is a list I put together to make that point with Ray. Look how she puts a line through her sevens. Isn't that nice? <laughs> <sighs> what? Well, just looking through some of this housekeeping things you claim you do, and... <laughs> I think maybe I'm entitled to some of this money. <laughs> It looks like someone's padding the bill. Look, Ray, I can't help it if people break in here and clean. Yeah, well, the in here you're talking about is the house we bought with my paycheck. Are you saying that you're more valuable than me because you bring home a paycheck? Well, I'm not saying that. I think society says that, all right? You should talk to them. Actually, Raymond, the best way to determine the value of someone's life is with a wrongful death settlement. Oh, good. Good, because we're about to have one. No, really, I dated a wrongful death claims adjuster. And it was her job to figure out what a jury would award a family if a loved one were killed in an accident. In other words, what they were worth. It's fascinating to see what she had to consider. Too morbid for a second date, but fascinating. What? Like what? Well, like they consider what kind of person you were. Take uh, Dad, for example. Let's say someone dropped the piano on him. Okay. The jury would be asked to consider what kind of life he led. Was he a happy person? Did he bring joy to others? Did he stop and smell the roses? Yes, yes, and yes. You don't enjoy life. You spend three hours every afternoon locked in the bathroom. Hiding from you. That's how I enjoy life. So we can assume he wouldn't fetch much. Mom would fare slightly better because they factor in pain and suffering. Yeah, all right. We all know what they're worth, okay? But who would win between me and Deborah? Oh, well, we're talking about death here, Raymond. There's really no winning. Okay, yeah. Who's worth more? Well, it's a little complicated. I mean, a jury could look at almost anything. For example, did you know that they're more sympathetic to an attractive person? 
Say good night, Ramo. I'm sure if Deborah's life was presented to a jury, they would see that she was very active. Yeah, yeah, okay. That she worked out, she was healthy, spirited, she had a zest for life. Got it! And they would also be more sympathetic to Deborah because she is the primary caregiver and nurturer. I win. <laughs> well, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about me? Well, Raymond, I guess you're the financial provider. The damn straight. I make the cheddar, baby. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Um. I enjoy life. I have a zest for life. I'm totally zesty. How about my sense of humor, huh? How about that? What about it? I have a good one. I have a good sense of humor. That is true. Tell one of your jokes, dear. What? Which one? Oh, tell the one about the guy who goes into a bar and, and he see, uh, there's a dish of peanuts that says nice things to him. And he asks the, the bartender, what's with these peanuts? And the bartender says, they're complimentary. <laughs> <laughs> tell that one, dear. You, you, you just told it, Ma. No, 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 you tell it so funny. Uh, well, I'm, uh, you just told the ending, Ma. Well, tell the beginning. I love it. Well, I'm not telling the joke because you blew the punchline. You understand that? What a zest for life. She said they're complimentary. That's the whole joke. Ah, uh, stop defending yourself. You bring home the paycheck. Whoever brings home the money is the king. End of story. Well put, Father. You see, he can do whatever he wants with the money. Marie, doesn't that bother you? She has no choice in the matter. I am the king. <laughs> and now his majesty will retire to his castle, where he will await the royal grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> Come, Oaf, you amuse me. I'll see you in hell. you let him talk that way? Frank can say whatever he wants. He never controlled the money. When he brought home a paycheck, I did whatever I wanted with it. Well, what are you talking about? Dad had no idea about that. Well, no. Sometimes he'd get nosy, but I'd make him a heavy dinner, and then he'd fall asleep on the couch, and I started moving the money around. Diabolical. <laughs> it's amazing how clueless he is. Do you know that for more than 30 years, I've been giving money to buy books for children in South America? Yeah. You think your father would have approved of that? He didn't like buying us books. <laughs> he, he never knew about all that money I saved for our trip to Italy. And Deborah, I never told Frank about the loan I gave you two. What loan? Uh, that's okay, Marie. You don't... <laughs> when you first got married and you were living in that apartment? What loan? No, it, it wasn't much. It was just a little something to get us over a rough spot. Yes, dear, it was just $2,500. Ooh! $2,500? You, you never told me about that. Yeah, but, you know, we needed new tires, and the dishwasher was broken, and you hadn't gotten your bonus yet, and you were doing the best you could. So you went to my mother? No, I told her she didn't have to pay me back. I mean, she's family, and you can't put a price on love. And anyway, I'm not the kind of person I who I paid her back in two weeks. <laughs> 
Your life made possible by a grant from the Marie Barone Foundation. <laughs> God, what else did you do? What else don't I know about? Nothing. You know, come on, if you can do things like borrow money from my mother, what other money stuff don't I know about? Nothing. Look, you did the go-kart thing, and I did the thing with your mother that one time, so, you know, we're even. <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute. Look around, Raymond. You got it good. Whatever she's doing is working. No, 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 really. What else did you do? The Raymond. No, no, listen. Hey, I hey, 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 listen, Cubby. When the little monkey rings a bell and the pellet comes out, he doesn't ask how the pellet got there. He just enjoys the pellet. <laughs> you know what? Maybe you were right. I'm just saying, maybe that... We should consult each other now in all the money stuff, okay? Yeah, all right, okay, sure. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Honey, why don't you just go sit on the couch? I'll make you a nice meal, okay? All right. All right. Nice and heavy. Listen, I want to be included in everything, okay? In all the decisions, okay? Definitely. Let's go. I work for her, don't I? Mm -hmm. Miguel Velasquez. And what is this crap he's saying about Curious George? I got turkey tetrazzini. Oh, hey. 